My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. When I was a child, I saw my mother killed by something impossible. My father went to prison for her murder. Then an accident made me the impossible. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary forensic scientist. I have come home with only one goal, to save my city. But to do so, I can't be the killer I once was. To honor my friend's memory, I must be someone else. I must be something else. <laughs> In 1992, I joined the Scouts, and we went to an archery center. I thought I was shit hot, and then I watched Arrow. I wasn't. Welcome to Flaro. It's G. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can come up with in, a, in about a minute. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. How, how are you? I'm really good, actually. Really good, yeah. I'm uh, all up to date with Arrow and Flash and Supergirl as well. So uh... Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, we decided two-week two week break for Arrow and Flash in the UK. I think two-week break in America as well, even though they're ahead of us. So the next time you hear us talk about superheroes it'll be supergirl after this yeah that's right um i'm up to date with supergirl i'm not too sure if there's a, a difference in america as well um with regards to what episodes they're on but yeah i'm up to date and it's i'm really enjoying it it's uh it's quite light-hearted very much in the same kind of uh context as uh flash yeah i completely agree with you there definitely so it's really good the kids watch it and uh it helps that Supergirl is uh, extremely easy on the eye. But, yeah, it's really good. There's uh, a lot of potential there. I'm quite happy. Not on Supergirl, but on the actual series. The whole thing. On yes, the whole, the there's whole a lot of potential. Absolutely. <laughs> I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. On the whole, Supergirl's really good. So. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. But, yes. <laughs> you, you left the door open, mate. I had to go there. Yeah, absolutely. On the whole, I did leave the door open, yes. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Here we go. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Um, for, uh, Flash. Mm. Um, so, and so, so, I'm not saying we disagree, but you said, so far, the weakest Flash of the season. That's the impression from, I got from you. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, we've not really spoken about it, have we? Mm. Which is a miracle, because usually I can't wait to talk about it. So maybe that's a reflection on a, the episode of Flash. But, yeah, for me, it was it was the weakest... Or, no, it's had a weakest episode. I don't think that's even fair. I think last week was so exciting with Zoom. It went in a different direction. It was so dark as well. Oh, absolutely. I think whatever they did, even, I mean, they probably had to have Zoom back um, or maybe the reverse flash turn up all of a sudden from somewhere and take on Zoom. I don't know. To, to kind of equal how tense that was and how exciting it was. Um, so this episode was a bit of a, a reload, I think, and the people kind of finding their own way and their own path and stuff like that. So maybe it's because it wasn't exciting. It was still a good episode, but it just didn't have the the intensity of last week's one with regards to Zoom. No, it, it was a letdown. And I, th- I think you and I were even saying it would have been nice if for the whole episode, um, Barry did not use his speed and they had to do it another way. And it was looking like it, but then Barry used his speed in the end anyway to undo it all. So it just would have yeah. been nice that Team, team Flash... Basically, uh, and Barry, had, they had to get around it without using his powers. And then, then yeah. maybe he got his powers right at the end, in the last two minutes, after, obviously, they, they sorted out Groot. Um, which, but they kind of went for the cheap finished, essentially. That's what I thought, anyway. Yeah, they went for the, the finish that you knew it was going to happen. I mean, it started off, obviously, yeah. Barry's recovering from his attack from Zoom. And uh, he has, in fact, broken his back. But thankfully, being a superhero and his recovery speed... 
um, normal person would be paralysed from the waist downwards, they said, didn't they? Yes, but he's not a normal person. He's not. He's the Flash. He's Barry Allen, so he's recovered remarkably quick. Um, the only thing that he is being punished with now is that lack of self-belief, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but it was... <sighs> It was kind of like tropey. I mean, it was done in Spider-Man 2. Yeah, wasn't it, if you yeah. remember? A lot yeah. better, a lot better. But then that was a film that had more time to do it. And I think if you're going to do this whole tropey thing, I know they couldn't because they got the, uh, the crossover next, but if you're, if you're going to do it, I think you need to do it over a couple of episodes and not just have it over one and then have to have it fixed. Uh, but it was really, really tropey. I, I, did, I, I, unlike you, liked the idea of bringing the dad in. I thought that was a good move. I thought it was nice to see the dad. I guess we were going to see the dad because it had him in the uh, prelude, you know, in the preview. Pre- uh, yeah. You know. um, but it was, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, and it was so cliche and it was so tropey. And, and I wanted to get a bucket at one point almost. <laughs> Do you think they're kind of being punished due to, obviously they've got Legends of Tomorrow coming out and they're, they're really pushing that, especially on um, social media. Do you think that they're kind of being pushed to squeeze um, different characters in or different storylines in um, because of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, it, I mean it does seem this one for the first time very much seemed forced to set up Legends of Tomorrow um, uh, and, and kind of like uh, and, at the detriment of the main storyline regarding Zoom. Bear in mind how good the last episode was, you know. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't feel that Arrow maybe because Arrow's a bit more established that. And we'll talk about that. But Arrow isn't suffering um, from the same things with regards to Ray Palmer. Um, They they don't seem to be suffering having to squeeze storylines in. But um, it it could be because they're more established being season four. Yeah, yes, you you may well be right. Um, But yeah, I I definitely think, though, um, it it definitely had an effect on the show show this week. Yeah, I mean, for people who haven't caught up, this is Guerrilla Warfare. This is episode seven. so Cisco obviously has a date with uh, Kendra Saunders, who's the um, the girl who works behind the bar at a coffee shop. And for those spoiler, for those who don't know, um, she turns out to be Hawk Girl, um, from which has been advertised and clearly seen in the uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And he's quite excited because he's been after her for quite a while. And we found out in the last episode that his techniques of pulling a woman are about as good as mine and yours. Yeah. <laughs> so and also you've got the. Um, the patty as well with uh, Barry, where because of Barry's injury, obviously he's gone off the scene a bit, um, and they kind of have the the, the Ross Rachel on off. They don't make any contact. He's been a bit weird about things. A tropey kind of storyline going, don't they? Unfortunately, they do. Did that get on your tits at all? Yep. Yep. You knew which way it was going to go. But um, Harrison Wells. Um, from Earth 2, believes he's failed in Earth 1. Um, because you find out it was his whole plot to stop Zoom in Earth, or capture Zoom in Earth 1 and, and stop him. Um, and we find out from last episode that his daughter's been kidnapped. Yeah. Um, so, and I thought it was quite nice, because Caitlin meets up with um, Harrison Wells uh, to try and talk him out of going back to Earth 2, really, isn't it? Yeah, and it was the nicest thing with Harrison Wells. Kind of like, you kind of had like a, a story arc within the episode itself and I th- I, and that was the most interesting thing I found um, not Groot it was the Harrison Wells turning around basically kind of being the Harrison Wells that we all want him to be come the end of the episode you know yeah yeah especially as that I know it was not the same person but the relationship they had in the first one 
that I thought it was quite nice, and it was um, typical of Caitlin's character that she she did go back and between themselves, um, and it was one of those things that they do in a lot of series where they just make a throwaway comment, and then they turn around and go, "One minute, say that again." Oh, well, I just said this. yeah, and she said that. So the idea is that they're going to close all the portals, apart from the one at Star Labs, where um, they're going to plan that Zoom's only entrance and exit to Earth One, where they're going to hopefully capture him and put a, a trap in there. It's so, a really good idea. I still don't know what they're going to do when Zoom comes out of that portal, though. No, they've already worked out that um, Zoom can kick everyone's ass, really, at the moment. So even if he does come through that portal, I wouldn't want to be on the other side of it. No, no. I mean, they need uh, to cage the portal up with some indestructible thing. I don't know what they're going to yeah, do, but yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they don't rush whatever they do. What did you think? Because um, it, it then went on to um, Cisco, um, a.k.a. Vibe, um, when he kissed her, um, when he kissed, what was her name, Kendra, outside this uh, this cinema, wasn't it, when they were on yeah. their date? Um, and he had that flash of Hawk Girl. What did you think of that? I thought that was quite good. He was obviously vibing. It was a, the preview to the Hawk Girl thing. Um, it was a very, very, though, easy and cheap way to introduce her uh, and, and tell us that she's going to be Hawk Girl. So. It was, yeah, it was very. It was a bit too obvious. A bit. It's a bit too easy. Yeah, it was. It was really. I thought it was done quite well, and yeah. I thought it was. Um, it, it looked very good. She looked like an angel shining with a, a white wings out. But as you say, it was a an easy way for them to do it. I would have liked to have seen possibly another way of doing it, where she was put in a situation where she had to turn into Hawk Girl, or maybe she doesn't even realise that she's Hawk Girl yet. I really I don't, don't know how they're going to develop it. I don't think she does realise it. Yeah, yeah, um, so... And then, yeah, yeah, or like put in a situation where she had to use some superpowers almost, to, you know, at a whim, you know what I mean? And and not realise she could do it, but she did, kind of thing. And think, oh, where did that come from? Yeah. Maybe rather than blatantly saying, oh, look, this is Hawk Girl, which they did. But Cisco hasn't got one of those watches that Harrison Wells has developed, has he? No, but that would have been interesting as well, wouldn't it? If Harrison yeah. Wells went went for a coffee with him and uh, he noticed the watch, but then they couldn't work out who in the coffee shop it was. I suppose they just presume that it's Cisco, wouldn't they? Really, if he's uh, there as well. That is a good point, Stu. Yeah, um, and then we got um, introduced to a. They call him Grod, don't they? Or Grood? Grood, Grod, Grood, Grod. Depends if Joe's saying it or not. Um, when a scientist goes in like a trance-like state, and he kind of just starts removing uh, some chemical, and I can't pronounce it, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it, from the lab, and he takes it outside, and then just Groot gives him a left hook and smacks him about 20 foot in the air and kills him. Uh, I knew he was coming... It was a bit harsh, but I knew he was coming back because of, again, sadly, these things are now put out on Facebook and Twitter, so you you can't not see him. The fact that we're on Twitter with the followers and on Facebook, and we do, Flaro. I think, yeah. I think the only way to completely avoid it is to not log on Twitter for like two weeks in advance. Yeah, that's yeah. never going to happen. But yeah, oh. and, I, and I suppose because you've got an interest in there that you want to find out as well, don't you? Mm. Because if you're kind of, as we are, we're doing a podcast about films and also superheroes and the news. If you put in there, wow, that's a surprise. I didn't realise he was going to be in it. You kind of think, well, where have you been for the last two weeks? Everyone knows he's going to appear in this episode. But I didn't mind seeing him again. Were you particularly bothered at all? Or? No, I, I was kind of like... So I, I think the effects for a TV show were really, really good with Groot. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I, I wasn't really too bothered with, uh, with seeing him. He's definitely one of the 
harder to believe uh, criminals. Not as bad as a shark, but yeah. in, in that same realm, if not done properly. And yeah, I, I was happy. Um, uh, where, he, where he ended up going obviously does exist in the comics. Um, and the way they explained it in, in Earth 2, it was a bit bizarre, but there you go. Yeah, they kind of rush through that, um, the explanation of where he's going. But, um, and, and that was followed by, and I think this episode was was just too predictable for me. I mean, that you see Barry on the running machine trying to push himself, and he's having flashbacks. I mean, I, I know to, maybe to a certain extent they've got to do that, because um, Barry's very... He's quite one-dimensional, isn't he? Yes, so, he is. And he's either the flash or he's not, and most of the time he's cocky and he's quite happy, but this is their way of putting struggles in Barry's life and Barry is in it. But when he's on the running machine having flashbacks, you know he's going to make it. You know he's going to build up that speed, and possibly by the end of the episode, he's going to do something and be back in the game. So, Which is why I really wanted it to last more than one episode. I would have liked the whole episode where he couldn't use his powers. I mean, they kind of written themselves into a corner if they wanted to do that, because the next yeah. episode is the crossover. But I just would have liked that, that's all. Um, yeah. To see them tackle, uh, you, know, you have to do it in a way without using their, you know, their, main, their main man. Yeah, because the next thing, Caitlin's then trancing out, and um, it was quite good that she smacked Cisco in the face. But yeah. then she's, she's taken by um, Gru, didn't she? Which I quite liked, because again, it, he took her because she was so kind to him last time. A nod to killer. King Kong, that I thought, which is quite good. It it was, yeah, especially in the uh, like the attic of that um, tall building. Yes, and the reason why he takes her is because he wants her to make more groods, basically, so he can yeah. have a, a more of a life and a more of a team. Well, I don't know whether it's to for company or whether it's for criminal intentions. I really haven't got a clue. I don't, to be I don't know. I mean, I, get, I always get the feeling that Groot is not a hundred percent naughty. Like he's not like Zoom. No. No, he, he kind of. <coughs> Excuse me. If you saw a, I don't know, a thirty-foot gorilla, you'd try and kill it anyway, wouldn't you? So he, he's in a corner, really. Yeah. But um, and then obviously because Barry, I mean, I, I didn't really. It didn't bother me, but it wasn't a case of wow, and, and Barry's dad came back in because um, Barry can't get over this hurdle and this barrier of just being just a normal person and possibly never running again, and it's obviously all in his mind. So they bring his dad back. Yeah. Uh, and that just didn't really work for me, you know. I, I liked it. As you say, if they stretched it out more, it would have been great. And, and I don't mean kind of bleed it dry, but just maybe do something else. Something happened where he hasn't got his powers and he can't use it and there is a bit of a tragedy. I, I don't know. Something that was quite impactive would have, would have hit me more and made me think about it more. But as soon as his dad came back, and gave him that inspirational father-son speech. You kind of thought, oh, he's going to run, he's going to be good in the end. And I don't know, maybe I'm being cynical, I really don't know. No, I think you're right, it, was, it all happened too easy, and it was done very much like a Saturday night cartoon would have been, rather than a, uh, a show. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we can settle this with a, a one-to-one and a back slap, and uh, that's it. Yes, yeah, it's almost like what happened to the X-Men on a Saturday morning cartoon or something, one of the characters. Yeah. You know? Yes, it was, yeah. it was all very easy, and it wasn't, there was nothing clever about it, but there you go. No, so, so they locate Groot, and they find out where he is, and they, uh, I thought it was quite nice having uh, Harrison Wells back in the reverse Flash outfit. That was a lovely nod, wasn't it? And the fact that he was human he could be hurt and he kind of like manned up you know what i mean uh, he cared yeah. about something more than himself yeah and i thought that was quite nice and that his intention was going there 
Um, and because he's like a father figure to um, Groot, that, to release Caitlin. And, and that was nice, because as you say, that was quite a nice nod to him. And that obviously built up on the relationship from what when Caitlin went to him to talk him out of going back to Earth 2. But obviously that fails. Um, it kind of, it, Obviously, Caitlin does escape, but it fails to a certain extent that um, Groot is still alive. And then they work out that they're going to set a trap up. And, it's, and really, to a certain extent, this is dependent on whether Barry can get his powers back. And it's uh, the final step that he takes to be in the Flash again, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So they really, it was very simple. They set him up to, uh, to these portals that will take him back to kind of a Planet of the Apes country in Earth 2. Um, and he's been, uh, so I could be really crude here. He's been sucked into the porthole, but oh. due to him being... There you go, I avoided it. Due to him being so strong, he's fighting it, and it takes Barry to do a running punch, doesn't it? Or kick yep. to uh, to smack him back through the portal. And it was all very, very nice and neat and tidy and packaged away, wasn't it? It was. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, not the best episode. I, I, I agree with you in the weakest episode so far this season on what has been a string of very good episodes, though. So yeah, and it ended with Cisco kissing Kendra again, didn't it? In the coffee yeah. shop. Yeah. Um, he sees her as Hawk Girl again, but he'd seen it already. And, and I think it was spoilt to a certain extent by social media that you knew it and it, it wasn't a uh, so much of a shock. But No. So, so I mean, I, I, do you think it suffered because last week was so good? Or do you think it... Uh, we're not doing it justice, do you think? Or no, was no, it th- just no, so I, think, I don't think it suffered because last week was so good. I think last week it almost um, set us up something and they kind of like failed to deliver. Um, that's what I think mm. happened. Um, but I'm hoping there's going to be a real big payoff for this, though. I really think there will be. Yeah. I mean, what would you give out of five? Uh, I'll give this three out of five. You know, I was going to give it a three. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a 3.5 because I, st- I, st- I still enjoyed it. So, I mean, I did enjoy it, yeah, but it wasn't a. Um... I mean, I could have easily have walked out and got a cup of coffee and not been too bothered about it because my expectations weren't very high that something was going to happen because they'd put everyone in their positions. Barry couldn't run. You know he's going to run at the end. Um, Cisco's obviously identified Hawk Girl, so it wasn't an episode that gripped me all the way through. But it wasn't a terrible episode. I mean, I'm making it sound awful, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So Arrow, Brotherhood. Yes, yeah, so uh, Arrow. What was the name of the episode again? The episode was called Brotherhood. That's it, that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, when this one first started, I, I kind of, we've been there before. I mean, it started off with the uh, stereotypical guy driving the uh, bank van, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it always looked like a replay of another episode, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did actually have to check the synopsis to make sure it was episode seven. Um, and then the Hive agents on their motorbike, uh, or the ghosts as they're called, uh, attacking the van. But this time, the difference was that um, when the little gang try to uh, apprehend them, well, Oliver and Diggle and Thea and Laurel, uh, rather than steal the money, they want to destroy the money. Mm. So, and their idea is to uh, kill the city by bleeding the money dry and taking the money out of the city. It's very much, it's very much what, um, you know, like the, the Ra's al Ghul Society was, would have tried to do, in a way, yeah. isn't it? What they're, what they're, yeah. what they're doing, um, and obviously it's understandable because it's obviously Day, it's Damien Dark, one of his, uh, one of his, uh, you know, um, uh, students essentially. Yeah. What did you? I mean, what do you think in general? Because when they stop the van, um, mm. when like the uh, not the ghosts, but when uh, Arrow did and uh, Laurel did, the first thing she did 
um, was let off her scream. What do you think of that scream? See, I like it. It's it's from the cartoon. It's from the, it is from the comics and stuff. Um, and I like the way, for example, Cisco did it. It breaks windows. I think it's quite good. You yeah. know, like, I, I get the sense you're asking me because you're not a fan of it. I'm not, I'm not a great fan no, of I it. Think I so. have to say, but I haven't got an issue with it. Um, I just wonder what you thought, really. So, um, for, uh, I, 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 would it would it be happy then if she stood up there making loud eating noises, which is I know, which is which is, I know is your quip tonight. <laughs> So that... <laughs> that would destroy me if she did that. I tell you, I'd have to turn the volume down. I'd have to have warnings in text come up, warning eating noises rather than flashing lights. <laughs> It'd be bloody awful. Um, so yeah, so they work out, and that obviously they know the link to Damien Dark, and he's kind of apart from being a, the best baddie out so far. That he's a political figure as well. And the, but they don't know his agenda, do they? Why he wants to uh, bleed the city dry of money? No. So, um, and Diggle is obviously still having issues with the fact that his brother Andy, um, his life was not what it appeared to be, and he gives Oliver the folder. Um, he does his brother again, was, said, yeah. Yeah, and his brother was that his brother's killed at this point. Obviously, he still believes that his brother's dead. Um, but they've got conflicting uh, conflicting views on about his brother's previous life, haven't they? Oliver, at the moment, he's still quite a chilled out Oliver. But... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't know why. But they haven't really given us a decent reason why Diggle, who adored his brother in the first in the first series, yeah, yeah. would suddenly do a complete one eighty. I think it, it's not like it happened over time. He came to the conclusion that his brother was a dick and did completely dis- disliked him. It was almost like he read it and thought, oh, that's must, that must be true. Didn't really question it that much, other than the first 20 seconds of reading it. And then decided mm. he did completely hated his brother. And I thought that was very, for me, that's very undiggle. It's not really this character. Did you think so? Cause, I mean, yeah. I, I, he is quite a man of principle, isn't he? But I, it, I think it would have helped us, the audience, knowing what was in that file to a certain extent. Because it came from Damien Dark, who gave it to Lance, who then gave it to, obviously, Diggle. But, but at no point, unless I've missed it, uh, are we aware of what's actually in the file and what he's no, supposed just, to have done? They just kind of summarise like, bad stuff. You know, you know they, they, I mean, it's a bit like saying... He's a naughty boy, and leave it at that, didn't they, really? Yeah, I think it really would have helped us that if we would have known some of the crimes that he's supposed to have done, um, and then we could have cast judgment on... Because, obviously, he's meant to be a similar character Diggle, isn't he? Yeah. He's quite a man of good standing, but and it would have been nice if he was responsible for, for like, genocide or or drug dealing or just something like that, or both, that then we could have said, well, I don't know, and you could have kind of made your own guesses whether it's linked to... Raza Ghoul previously was linked to Hive or it's Damien Dark or well, there's another character, you know. I almost expected when when obviously Oliver was going, No, no, don't do that, don't judge straight away, you don't know everything. I almost expected him to then to turn up in one of the flashbacks, his brother. Mm. Which I yeah. thought which I hoped he didn't, because that would that would have been a massive should have told you earlier awkward, you know, which I'm glad yeah. happened. But I almost thought it was setting us up for that. Yeah, exactly. I mean you're talking about flashbacks, the next flashback we did get, um, was where Oliver was back on the island, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. After after killing after killing that man, who we found out is um, the uh, lovely lady's brother, who who he say who she who he you know who she who he saved in the yeah. cave. Um, um, and then he kind of he, he at, at some point during the episode he tells her that he died, but he didn't tell her why. 
didn't tell her how, really, or that he killed her, which is going to be clearly a contention point for later. Yeah, it will be a contentious point when there's some key element that he relies on her and it comes out. That's what's going to happen. Yes. But um, what did you, what did you think? Because they were brought to that black general, I can't remember his name now, um, and he got these kind of like sticks out, and it was like the sticks of truth or lies, wasn't it? Sticks of truth. It didn't really explain how they worked. They were just no. mysterious. Yeah, and you don't get the gist of kind of like voodoo from him to to why he's got this because he comes across as quite a military man, a man of. And to, well, of, yeah, it was only really the Constantine episode which kind of like uh, gave us the idea that <laughs> like into the voodoo, etc. Yeah, it was just I didn't expect him to get a load of sticks out wrapped in a. A dishcloth to say, right, did you do it? No, you're lying. It was a bit strange. So, well, what would um, you do if your boss at work did that? That would be quite amusing. I'd start laughing, to be honest. I really <laughs> would. I'd probably go and speak to one of the directors and say he's mental. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should do that at work. You're lying, Stu. Yeah, just get some twigs and wrap them up in a cloth. I'm going to do that at the grain and brush it underneath his face and go, you're lying, and see if he hits me. <laughs> just question you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... And also, my favourite person, Ray Palmer's back, and uh, he's working on the DNA, um, like a DNA map um, from that ghost tooth, isn't he? Because Felicity yes, can't do it, and he needs to break it down, which I, I quite like because he's a real techie person, and I think these kind of scenes, um, when he's tasked out to do this, is what he does best. Because you can be geeky and a, a bit. Well, yeah, very geeky like he is, and a bit dipsy as well, but get the job done. And for me, like geeky and dipsy don't mix with being a like a, a need to be violent superhero at times, you know. No, I completely agree. So I'm glad you agree. I thought I you because I know, agree with you there. I know we differ sometimes when it comes to Atom, don't we? Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But you're always going to be biased because of your Iron Man uh, affiliation. <laughs> And also, I've had bad dates, but how did you? What did you think of Fear's date with Alex? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, what when Fear kicked the crap out of that guy coming onto her? Yeah, that, see, <laughs> see, Alex see, only left the table for about five seconds, and that geezer started hitting on her, didn't he? He did. I reckon if you, were, I reckon, see, 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 I reckon that might that might have turned us on more. You know, I'd have gone. Oh, I've got a badass chick here. That's okay. <laughs> I know she's safe. Yeah, she just threw a bloke through a fridge and beat the shit out of him. True, yeah. true. But then, but then, you know, but then you wonder what she's like in the bedroom instantly, wouldn't you? Being a man. Well, as long as it's not into like S and M, I think she'd kill you or rip a rip some appendage off your body that you may need later on. But well, this is true. But this is this is why safety words in 2015 <laughs> are such a good idea. What would your safety word be? Um, banana hammock. Banana hammock. That's true. It's slightly too phallic shaped though. Banana. But then you got hammock. <laughs> Banana. Well, I don't know. My, mine, mine would be um, um, Evian refreshing water. I wouldn't be able to get it out <laughs> fast enough, though. I don't think, and I'll be dead. But there you go. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Where did that come from? No idea. Excellent stuff. Um, and the, the next bit, when I watched it with uh, my better half, that we laughed. It was, it was just so much funny because. Oliver is obviously given a speech, isn't he? And he's given a speech um, in front of the police. And yes. it, the build-up to this is he's really nervous. He hasn't done this in years. Uh, what if I blow it? What am I going to say? I've worked on this speech for hours. 
and he gets up on stage and he's literally on there for about 10 seconds isn't he yep <laughs> it's so stupid it really is ridiculous because they go on they go on about him making a speech for about three minutes which is longer than the speech itself it was, but what I liked about it was Damien Dark basically saying, I know what you're doing about the docs, don't do it. I'm Damien Dark, I can help you, we can work together. Um, I, I, uh, does Damien Dark know that Oliver Queen is the Arrow? We don't know yet. I don't think he does. No. I really don't think he does. I think if he did, he'd act on it now, and he would have mentioned it. I mean, he's so dark yeah, you're right, you're sport. Right. Uh, he, he would have said to him, I know what your game is, I know who you are. And, and he, he wants to take the Arrow out, so he could just take... Um, Queen out there and then, couldn't he? Yeah, he could. Um, and, but I like the idea that Oliver was going to go and infiltrate, kind of like Ra's al Ghul style, thinking about mm. it like he did with Damien Dark. And um, his mates were like, don't be an idiot. That's what happened with Ra's al Ghul. They learnt from it and he didn't do it and he's going to do it in the light and not the yes. dark. And I, I thought I, I did like that bit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's always nice when you see characters develop and not go back to what they did before, and you can literally sit there and work the plot out, what's going to happen. Oh, God, yeah. A bit like we did with The Flash this episode. Yeah, a bit like, yeah we the week, kind yeah. of dissected The Flash in one episode like that. Why do you think he wants him to leave the docks alone? Because uh, obviously that's his main, one of his main base of operations, and there's going to be a lot of stuff happening there, I'd imagine, and it will make Damien Dark's life a lot, um, uh, perhaps more difficult. Do you think it's because he wants to import more Mankini pills for his... This is like, um, potentially, yeah. Quite, yeah, he could do, could do. Because yeah, I, um, I think what's going on on the island in the flashbacks is going to have an implication to what's, what will ultimately happen with Damien Dark's plan, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, they are. They're kind of they're definitely running parallel because when you get a, um, like a, a, a link to it present day, it does then go to a flashback. And they are harvesting some kind of drug, aren't they? But yeah. which is yeah, apparent. But and also, as that general's pointed out, that there is something mysterious in the island that he also wants to get hold of as well. Yeah. And we get to find out what that is. Maybe that will come apparent. Um well that's gonna have to come apparent when that runs um, parallel with uh, Legends of Tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um so the next thing that the team do is um Ray's found out that he can break down the DNA map but he needs a certain chemical, which is um, produced by, I think it's Wolfman Company. So they attempt to steal um, the this chemical so they can work out the uh, ghost DNA. And it's a, I thought this was quite good. This is a, quite a major part of the story and what could happen in the future. Um, no, this, actually, I'm thinking of what happened later on, but that's when he runs into his brother, Andy, which was completely unexpected. Yes. Uh, bombshell. Yeah. What did... I was quite surprised about that. I must admit, I didn't expect that so soon, did you? No, and it'd be interesting to see where it goes. His brother's not dead. Okay, they can do that. Um, mm. Yeah, and we still don't know where it's going to go, and we won't know, because now we've got the uh, double episode. But the good thing is that, we, we hopefully, and I'd like to think they're going to do, do it, because it's so much mystery shrouded around it, that we will find out what his brother's meant to be responsible for. Yeah. Because he's going to have to question him about it. Um so yeah, so I didn't expect Andy to turn up. Um, I was really pleased he did. Um, and, and again, they carry on that is that Oliver still thinks his brother's a good man, especially now he's alive. That they can kind of build bridges again. But again, Diggle is instantly dismissing it, which I was I, this time I was quite surprised about. Learning that his brother's alive has given him that hope 
that possibly something good can come of it. But Diggle still like no all the way, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and I keep saying this is it's very undo. I I know you're saying he's got a principle, but I still think it's very undiggle like. Mm. You know, like surely he'd want to get the whole story before he decides completely, but he's kind of decided completely already. So yeah, I agree. I must. I do agree with you now. Now he knows his brother's alive. Yeah, there is some kind of hope and incentive to mm. find out why. But he's instantly. He's even talking about well, if my brother dies and I have to kill him, then he's not my brother anymore. And he's back to class as Oliver, his brother, not even Andy. So I thought that was a bit extreme. Um, But I don't know why they didn't change his mind, because they obviously had the option to change the way Diggle's thinking. They did. And and I was so glad, again, that um, when Raza Gaul, um, when John Barrowman met Thea, that they didn't go down the Dexter line of um, Cleese about her bloodlust. And he gave her the file for some paedophile, wasn't it? Oh, so yeah, and that would have been so... Well, I thought... I'd imagine you thought at the time, oh, this is what she's going to do, and is he going to hide it, and then they're going to find out in about four or five episodes' time it's going to be a... Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and everything I, I predict that they're going to do, which might not be that great, they're not doing, which is why Arrow is, at the moment, fantastic. Yeah, I was so pleased about that, because it would have gone down the Dexter... <coughs> excuse me, gone down the Dexter line of finding criminals who haven't been given the, the justice and her dealing with it, her keeping that secret and then someone in red being spotted close to the scene and them stringing that out. It, it would have been a, a bloody disaster to, for me. But yeah, they did really, really well. Again, they've kind of gone down these roads and they've turned right back around again and they've explained the common sense of why they haven't chosen to do it. And I think that's great. It is great. And, we've, and well, I mean, talking about that, we have, uh, I mean, you know, weirdly enough, the cure to Thea's bloodlust could be Damien Dark. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that that's good. We'll come to that. I mean, um, and Dark, we were talking about the docks. I mean, Dark meets some new recruits, doesn't he, down at the docks? Yeah. Um, and he gives them this this yellow pill. As yet, we're we don't know what it is, um, which kind of brainwashes them. And I think they're kind of helping uh, uh, the audience work out why Andy is so dismissive of Diggle, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's been brainwashed um, somehow by this uh, medication. But um, they find out that, or Palmer finds out, that Hives HQ is a uh, an abandoned mental hospital. And I thought this rescue mission, I thought it was quite good. I quite enjoyed this. The whole team went, basically, didn't they? Obviously, they minus Sarah now. Um. They managed to rescue his brother. The the fighting was a bit... Uh, I never really enjoy um, Laurel fighting. I think the uh, choreography, she's really slow, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Um, when, it's a, when it's a proper picture, picture of Laurel, she looks lovely in the uniform. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is, yeah it's, al- it's always like a means to an end when she's fighting, rather than uh, you know you, you, a really good set piece. You don't really come away thinking that, do you? No, and it, obviously she isn't a fighter, and she, as far as I know, she's got no previous experience at martial arts or anything. And I just think that, due to that, her scenes really do suffer when she's fighting at all. Yeah. Which wasn't the case with Sarah, because she's got previous as being a dancer, isn't she? So she's a lot more agile. Well, um, I'd imagine, though, Sarah, it would be Lara's stunt double as well. But um, I, I, can only, I can only assume... Maybe from a story point kind of view, they're trying to tell you that Laurel still isn't as good as Sarah 
yeah. you know, which which they've done, which they very much clearly share with Thea, that Thea wasn't as good as Sarah either, because Sarah's been trained for years. Yeah. Thea's been, Thea's been trained for maybe a bit longer than Laurel, and that's it. Yeah, but Thea has a, a size and weight against her, doesn't she, in, in most fights, to be honest, but she is pretty capable of kicking ass. Yes, she absolutely is. And, and as you said earlier, Jay, that I, I, it... It was probably the best bit of the episode for me. It was when she came face-to-face with Dark. And uh, as we've seen uh, in, I think it was episode two or three, when he was first introduced, he put his hands on her. And previously, when he did that to one of his foot soldiers, it kind of aged him and sucked the life out of him, didn't it? Yeah, it it did. But this time, it kind of had the opposite effect. Well, we found out it cured cured her bloodlust, which she said later. And we thought, this is going to be interesting. Where is this going to go? Because I didn't think she was going to die. No. I thought she could do. Being you know, a bit of a risk, and uh, yeah, yeah, it had uh, the reverse effect, didn't it, on him? Yeah. And it's it stunned him, and it stunned me. And I thought that was brilliant. That it opened did. another door to what's going on. And it surprised Damien Dark as well. And that was what was so good about it that yeah, he couldn't explain it. It wasn't the case of this has happened before. It's obviously never happened to him before, and I thought it was great. And it, it must be to do with the um, Lazarus Pit effect, mustn't it? Absolutely. So, and then, which means if, I don't suppose she will now, because obviously she's going to be a legend of tomorrow, but it must mean that it's going to be the same with Sarah. She's going to be even more powerful, surely. Yeah, and it makes, it makes you think whether she's going to definitely potentially make another cameo in Arrow before the end yeah. of the season, which will be nice, other than obviously the crossover. Yeah, that will be superb. Um, and for once, I actually did enjoy Atom turning up and kicking ass. Really? Yeah, because he turned up, he wasn't talking, it was just action. And, it almost looked uh, like the Flash great. turned up at first, didn't it? Even though it was blue electricity blur, so. rather than a... Yeah. yeah, when I watched it, I started cheering because I thought it was the Flash. Um, and then I kind of did disappointment because it was bloody Ray. But I quite enjoyed it because, it, as I say, there, there wasn't his stupid kind of indecisive jokes. It was just action. And he does that really well. He does. He does. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I'm looking forward to Legend of Tomorrow. Um, really interesting to see what they do with that after the crossover um, in in January. I think when it starts. Yeah. Probably. And at the end of it, Thea meets Razakul. Um, well, it's not the last scene, but Thea meets Razakul. So, oh, what? What? Um, Malcolm Merlin. Yeah, uh, and they're going to try and work out why. Uh, I don't know whether he knows the reason why. Why the bloodlust has gone when she touched Damien Dark? Do you think he knows why or not really? I don't know. I always think though he knows more than he's letting on. So I, I but yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Is is the honest mm. answer? And he is good at speaking bullshit as well, and he's done that numerous times to her. And he yes. is very believable at doing that. Um. So, and and again, it kind of ends um, well. It ends with Diggle trying to meet his or speaking to his brother, and his brother's very dismissive. And he just asks him if everything in that file's correct, which he says, yeah, and just chucks the file back at him. Yeah. And, I, and I hope they don't milk this. I really hope they don't. No, it's one of the things that needs to be sorted out quite quick. Yeah, because at the moment, Andy isn't an interesting character because no fault of his own, no fault of his acting, but it's just the way he's been written in. And because you don't know what he's meant to have done, it, I want some kind of um, dialogue between them both. Him just being in silence about something we don't know about doesn't really give me any intrigue, you know? No, 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 it doesn't. No, I hope, and well, I, I, I can't see him sorting it out in the next, uh, within the next two episodes, or the next episode anyway, because of the crossover. 
Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to wait, I think, at least two episodes' time to find out what's going on. Well, I suppose the luxury of that is the fact that Andy isn't an interesting character that you'd particularly miss at the moment, is he? No. So, and But at the end of it, I, I enjoyed, and uh, it's going to lead to some shit being had, I think, where Queen gives his speech down at the docks, and Damien Dark's standing right in front of him, and he looks him right in the eyes and tells him that the progress is going to be made and start at the docks. Yeah. Which will be interesting. So... Um, I, I mean, so, so he's, he's made it very clear that the docks are important to him, and Oliver's made it very clear that the docks are important to him too. So, you know, that's going to be some contention going going forward. And he's, I think he's purely doing that just for the reason that he knows that Damien Dark really wants the docks left alone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it's his way to get inside him. That's really put the wrong way to get inside him. On the whole, yeah. Yeah, to get inside him on the whole. But um, it, it's his way to maybe rile him up. Um, but I don't think he's going to... Because he's not going for an angle of being mates with him and getting in his kind of gang to find out what's happening from the inside. He seems to be challenging him um, overtly, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Which is which is what I like. And I mean, what did you think of that episode? I, well, I'm going to give it a, I'm gonna give it a, a four. Um, it was solid, really, really good. I mean, not, not the best hour episode, but by far nowhere near the worst. Um, you, you know, they did, they did a lot. They... They did a lot of things that was good, and and way where it could have gone, it could have been a lot worse, couldn't it? But but they kind of steered away from some yeah. of the things that we're talking about, which we hope they didn't, and they did. So I think it's really really good. It's looking really really strong. I'm looking forward to the mid season finale. I imagine which will be a, like a, an oh my god moment. And, the, yeah. and I think the mid, for example, the mid season finale on Flash may well be us finding out who Zoom is. For the oh, oh my god moment. How you know? would you feel about that so early in the mid season? How would you feel? Uh, don't know. To be honest, I mean, yeah, because I think they want to. They want surely the mid season needs to finish on a high, as in like you can't wait until it comes next. And I can't see unless a character may or may not be dead on Flash. I can't see a better way of them doing it. Um, no, when, just out of interest, when you do watch these, do you, which one? Which one do you watch first? Do you watch I Arrow first? Watch, I always watch Flash first. Yeah, that's what I do. I just wondered because, as we know, speaking previously, it's it tends to have been Arrow, sort of outshone Flash, and I don't know whether it's helped watching the Flash than watching Arrow, or whether it'd be interesting to see if you watched them the other way round, if it would affect your kind of judgment, you know. So if you watched Arrow and you think Arrow, wow, another good episode, then you, and if this reason. If we would have watched Arrow first, which for me was another solid episode, mm. and it, there's a lot more different avenues that they can go down, which I'm really interested in knowing about. And then if I would have watched Flash after that, maybe I would have given a Flash a two and a half or something. Yeah. So, but yeah, for me, Flash was a no, sorry, Arrow was a four. It was a really, really solid episode. Oh, well, there you go. Both agree with the rules, <coughs> then. Very good. So next week, um, as you said earlier, that. We're going to start doing Supergirl, which won't be called Flaro. It'll just be called Supergirl. Yep, just because Supergirl. Um, watch out for it. We'll be talking up to, I think, episode probably five or six. I think it's got up to by, by now. Oh, before you go, um, yep. I need to speak to you about, and you showed me it, and you saw a reaction on my face. Civil War trailer. What do you think of it? Oh, very exciting. Um, I mean, Captain America versus the Iron Man. It, I got probably more excited at that than I did the Avengers trailer. Because it's yeah. going, in, it's going in a direction that we have not even seen before, you know. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be really, really interesting to see 
just to see how it all happens. How does Iron Man come into it? Why don't what you know? What really is? Why is Captain America having such an issue about it all? Uh, it's yeah. I think it's going to be fantastic. Did you did you get more excited watching that first time, or did you get more excited watching the first Star Wars trailer? Oh, probably the first Star Wars. No, that it was that. It was the second Star Wars trailer that probably arguably got me more excited overall. When um. Uh, Chewie and uh, uh, oh, Harrison Ford's character, um, Han Solo said, uh, "You know, we're home." Yeah, I have to say, uh, yeah, it's it is so so close for me. It is. It is. I prefer that to the first Star Wars trailer, though. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I can. I have to say, I put them both on par. I mean, when you showed me that trailer, because I didn't really realize no, it the. Was, um, it was a lovely surprise for you, wasn't it? Your face lit up like like you just opened your Christmas present, and it was the pre- it was the thing you wanted. <laughs> Well, you like you've been asking for all year. Yeah, that's what it, that's the, that's the face you made. Uh, it's so good. I'm really excited about it. I've watched it about ten dozen times since then. It is so good. Just looking for clues, but um, that is brilliant. I cannot wait. I am so excited. It cannot I know, come quick enough. I know. I know. Look, I never want to wish my life away, but April still seems a long way away. A bit like when we first when we first saw the Star Wars trailer, December the 18th or whatever, or 17th, seems yeah. ages away, and it's getting it's getting a lot closer now. So. It is going to be really close. It's really close. But yeah, so that's it. That's Flaro. That's episode seven. So I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks again for everyone who's downloading this. Um, it's great fun to do, as you know. Um, it's very easy to do. And I look forward to our um, Supergirl one going out on uh, iTunes, Twitter, and Stitcher as well. So uh, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>